That was Derek. Derek Mitchell, amazing. Thank you so much, Derek. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Let's take a deep breath and say our affirmation together. Through my conscious connection with the one power, I reclaim my spiritual dominion and emotional balance. I am restored to my original nature of clarity, peace, and wholeness. I am restored. So we're on week two of our summer series of studying the 12 steps, the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous originally, but now the 12 steps of many recovery programs that are literally saving lives around the world, countless lives, millions and millions and millions of lives are transformed by this spiritual program. And Bodhi consciously chose this program for our summer series because what we know and affirm is that the principles that live inside of this program are for each and every one of us. And every one of us that is willing to practice the, the, these steps and to allow its wisdom to have its way with us, our lives are profoundly um, improved and better and um, more surrendered, more surrendered. So last week, we talked about the first step. And the first step says, we admitted we were powerless over whatever that may be. We talked about some of us being drugs and alcohol and sex and relationships and food. But for some of us and most of us and all of us, powerless over the need to control, to manipulate, powerless over fear, powerless over worry, powerless over um, the insanity of the mind. And inside of that, our lives had become unmanageable. Last week, we also read the promises from the big book of AA, which are magnificent. And we actually have copies of those down at the 12-step table, which volunteers from our community are hosting every week for you to learn more about this program. So we thank them and know that that's down there for you also. So today, we move to step two. And step two says, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. This is our second step. And if you are familiar with um, the 12-step program, as some of us are, one of the ways that people like to speak on this particular step um, is to dissect it by the words. And it's a great thing to do, so I'm going to actually do that, beginning with the first two words being came to. It's the first part of our sentence. We came to. You have to show up. Coming, coming to kind of implies waking up. You came to. You were asleep and you're beginning to wake up. You came to, um, you came to believe. You came to believe. This is such an important process for all of us because we lost our belief along the way. As children, we were domesticated and separated from God. As children, you were separated from God. Hear this. That is the first and most biggest and outrageous mistake that was ever made was that you were taught that you are separate from the very essence and being that you are. And you believed that lie and replaced that lie with the deep knowing of your oneness with God that lives inside of you as a little child, as a precious being that was in the present moment. You didn't even think about it because you didn't need to. 
When you are one with the divinity of all that is, when you are allowing that to source your life and to be your joy and to play in it and dance in it and run naked down the street in it, who needs to think about it? You didn't think about anything. You didn't think about the air you were breathing. You didn't think about your beating heart. You didn't think about so much because you didn't have to. You were one with it. But then a sweeping lie came in that began to infect you and it began to poison your thinking and it told you that you were separate from this beauty and this grace and this power. Well, how is it going to convince you that you're separate from that? Something is wrong. Something's wrong with that idea. The fact that you're separate from the love of God is wrong. That's a wrong idea. So what did we do? The wrong had to be placed somewhere. Where did it get placed? On us. The wrongness was placed on us. It was a mistaken equation, and we allowed ourselves to believe that we were the mistake. And so over centuries, waves of belief that you're separate, that you need to earn God's grace, that you need to be good, that you need to be different, that you have to do X, Y, and Z, but don't do A, B, and C. Oh, do A, B, and C now, but don't do X, Y, and Z. Chasing all over the place, making rules, and then when people would get a little bit of courage to question the rule makers, they got in trouble. They were punished. The rule makers quickly flipped the rules around to say, well, you know, if you ask that question, you're in trouble. The people in power became afraid. The people who, had the, who were, who were um, enslaved to the power became afraid. And fear became the master. We fell asleep. And so we need to come back. We need to come to. And we need to come to believe. And we're guided to come to believe in a power that is greater than ourselves. Now, this is tricky because we believe here, stay conscious on this. We believe here that we're one with God. I am all that God is. God is all that I am. That is a spiritual truth. That is absolute, profound, highest truth. And because of all of the domestication and the lie and the belief that I'm separate, I do not know what part of me is saying I'm one with God sometimes. Sometimes my ego is saying I'm one with God. Sometimes the fear itself is disguising itself in the verbiage and the vernacular that we use to describe God. It's tricky. So when I say I'm one with God, what part is saying that I'm not fully integrated? And if I'm not fully integrated, that is an absolute truth, but it's a dangerous truth at times. We must humble ourselves to realize that when we say, I came to believe in a power greater than myself, yes, I am that power, but in my current state, I'm not living that. So the part that is in fear, the part that, that thinks it's in control and is afraid to death of, of, of life itself, that's the part that has to surrender so that this new power can rise up. The big book of Alcohol, Alcoholics Anonymous has some wonderful uh, things to say about this power. It says, lack of power 
That was our dilemma. We had to find a power by which we could live, and it had to be a power greater than ourselves. See, the truth of the matter is, when you're living in your own creation of life, you don't have power. When you're living in fear, you are generating, you are using power at your expense. It's destructive. You are using your life force of your own will, separating it and unplugging it from the power source. You're unplugged from the power source and then pretending that you have power. Do you get how crazy that is? For a lamp to work, you actually have to plug it into the power source. You, as a beautiful lamp of light, have to plug in to the power source. So we have to find that power. Other things that it says... We found that as soon as we were able to lay aside prejudice and express even a willingness to believe in a power greater than ourselves, we commenced to get results, even though it was impossible for any of us to fully define or comprehend that power, which is God. We found that as soon as we were able to lay aside our prejudices, we must lay aside all of the, all of the fighting and the, and the suffering and the anger that you have against this false external God. Someone ripped you off as a child. And there's a part of you that's really angry about that. Because the part that is, belie- that, that is suffering, it's separate from God, is having a tantrum. So what did we do? You got really smart and most, of it, most people throw God out. Well, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in it either, people, because it's not true. But that doesn't mean that there's not something else to believe in. And we have to lay down our prejudices. I hear very often, not as often, because I think we are shifting, but I do hear at times and used to hear often, don't use the word God. I don't like the word God. Which really says to me, that's your prejudice. As soon as I use the word God, you're shutting off. Well, who wins there? What if we heal the word God? What if we grow up and allow ourselves to lay down our prejudices and allow a new living experience of God to be known, a personal experience of God. That's what the 12-step program offers, a personal relationship with this higher power that is only yours. We found that God does not make too hard terms with those who seek God, To us, the realm of spirit is broad, roomy, all-inclusive, never exclusive, or forbidding to those who earnestly seek. It is open, we believe, to all. Isn't that beautiful? A nice way to describe God. Um, God as the realm of spirit is broad, roomy, all-inclusive, never exclusive, or forbidding to those who earnestly seek. This is brilliant stuff, people. That's as good as any sacred scripture I have ever read. To describe in the 1930s, to describe God as roomy, inclusive, not leaving anybody out. That's the very thing we teach and believe here at Bodhi. We are in alignment with those principles. And when you lay down your prejudices about God, you yourself can find room to have a new definition, came to believe in a power greater than ourselves, a 
power greater than ourselves that restores us to sanity. That restores us to sanity. I love that. I love that. And this is also, again, one of our bigger struggles because you think you're not insane. And so I have about five minutes to convince you that you are. (laughs) That you're crazy. That you're absolutely crazy. You're in a crazy world. You're in a crazy world where people really believe that we are separate. You're in a crazy world where you actually believe that other people can, can take and hoard. And the world says, oh, I've got to hoard this so they can't have that. And these people are in power, so these people have to be out of power. You're in a crazy world that actually believes that war can work. You're in a crazy world that actually believes there's not enough water, there's not enough food, there's not enough supply. You're in a world that is built out of lies. That's the world. And we have believed in that world. And what happens to me when I believe in that world? I become crazy. I start hoarding. I start protecting. I start fighting. I start defending the very same way the world is. That's what happens to me when I believe the thoughts of an insane world. It's a really big idea. Take a breath. The world is insane. It's angry. It's fighting. It believes in lack and limitation. It believes in death. It believes the biggest lie of all, that you're not an everlasting eternal spirit, and that if you lay down your body, that would be a bad thing. I'm going way out there. Sorry, you guys. I can't quite pull myself in anymore. But that's just crazy. Your soul knows that you're not this body. Your soul knows, by the way, that you're going to lay down the body at some point and go pop and go, whoo, I thought I was that. And you will realize how crazy you were. You will realize in believing in the insane world how little life you lived. But the gift of coming to believe in a higher power, a power that is not of this world, a power that doesn't pay attention to the fear and the insanity, a power that is naturally sane, a power that is naturally loving, a power that no matter what you try to do, it will never believe your lies and it will not be codependent with you. It will only lead you to truth that transcends. This is the power we believe in. And we must, and I love, we came to believe. It's a journey. It's a process that we're all on together. And it's a beautiful thing to be in this journey together as a community. It's a lovely, lovely thing to be on this ride where we can bump into each other, where we can point at each other and blame each other and then have to course correct and get back on and get back on and get back on. Every single time, hear this. For me, for you, I'm not, I'm not preaching from any mountaintop here. I'm preaching for me and for you. Every single time we're blaming somebody else, we're defending, we're making somebody else wrong, we are insane. You are insane. Can you just say that, I'm insane? <laughs> You're not eternally insane. You're not eternally insane, but the surrender that just comes with going, oh my gosh, I've been living in the insane belief that I'm separate, 
that there's a problem, that if other people changed, then everything would work. Those insane thoughts are what I'm powerless over. And so I call upon a higher power, and then I must get into deep abiding relationship with this higher power because it's going to cause me to change my mind, to change my behaviors, to change my point of view, to change my listening, to change my speaking. It's going to transform every piece that believes it's separate, bring it home, and cause me to be, see, say, and express love for myself and especially for my brothers and sisters when they go off the path. Wouldn't that be beautiful if someone goes astray and your first thought is, oh, baby, you're forgetting who you are. I remember. Versus when someone goes astray and then we go, oh, look how they messed up. Oh, I bet I'm going to tell you what you did. Like, instead of that insane behavior, we talk about this, create a village, create a community that when any one of us goes, and every one of us will go, I go wonky all the time. That's what happens, but we love ourselves back in. This higher power exists inside of the vision, the purpose, the inception, and the trajectory of the Bodhi Spiritual Center. It's the power that this is built on. It is the power that is greater than myself or any one of us. Praise God, which means that when we do get goofy, we can all come back to it and find our way again. And when we do it here in our spiritual practice and inside of community, it happens in your lives. That's what's most important, that you take this out into your lives and you become the blessing in your family. You become the blessing in your workplace. You become the blessing driving down the road and everywhere you are. But we must be willing to take this step. We must come to believe that the power we learned about as children is not true that there is a higher power of love and that we must and can depend upon it. And when we don't, we're crazy, right? Are you good with that? Awesome, and so it is, and so it is. Take a nice deep breath. As the band is finding their way, we are studying soul recovery by Esther Nicholson. She's going to be with us next week. I'll be here also, but she's going to join us next week. Um, to speak on the third step, and she'll be doing a workshop on Saturday, next Saturday, just for people who are in the 12-step program, a very personal deep dive being that that is her spiritual path. So if you're in 12-step or you know someone who is in the 12-step program, this is a workshop to send them to because it will be personal, and, and it's not exclusive, but it's meant for people that identify, and there's something else that can occur inside of that. And then the next weekend, she's going to remain here, and she's going to do a workshop for everyone on, on the third and the fourth step. So please clear your calendars, check our calendar, and be a part of that. I would love for you to do that. Okay, well. <laughs> also, <laughs> yay God. I have my online course starting tomorrow night. So if you haven't signed up for that, talk to Marcia. She'll be downstairs. If you want to join me, it's on my book, Thou Shall Not Suffer, Eight Steps to a Life, Seven Steps to a Life of Joy. And uh, it'll, be, it'll be a wonderful evening. It's online, so if you can't make it, you'll get the recording. Consider joining me for that. Marcia will be downstairs. Here we are. Take a nice deep breath. I invite our spiritual counselors to come forward to anchor this space as we all allow ourselves to come to believe.
open your hands. And I step into this time of prayer, willing to hear, willing to listen, willing to let go and to let God. I give myself away. Give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. I give myself away so you can use me. It is in this moment that I speak the word of God as a new vibration of new life. And I ask that this power and presence, this highest power of perfect love, have its way with each and every one of us, changing our beliefs, freeing us from the constructs of suffering and separation, freeing us from the insanity of control and worry and fear and deprivation, freeing us from this world that was created out of one insane belief that we're separate and keeps recycling that lie. Higher power, Holy Spirit, God, lift us, awaken us, help us to come to believe in your grace so greatly, so powerfully that there never is a problem ever again that moves us out of our alignment with thee. Holy, 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 whole Spirit of God. Whole Spirit of God. Have your way with us. Dive into our hearts. Bust open our hearts and help us to, to surrender our insanity and help us to come back to a place of alignment, of freedom, of harmony, of deep abiding faith that love is real, that we are eternal, and that when we call upon your grace, it always works through us and for us. Help us to believe in the living presence of God that is within us. Help us to believe in love so profoundly that we allow it to transform us, to melt us, to free us from the craziness of fear. Let love prevail. Let love We move into a time of meditation, just being in the center of this prayer, asking, 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 let love prevail, let love prevail, let love prevail, ask your divine, this is your moment, speak to your divine, and during this time, if you want to come forward to hold the hands of a spiritual counselor so that they may pray for your coming to believe, please feel free to come forward and take their hands, they're here for you in this time. But together we sit inside the intention. And together we sit inside the intention. We are coming to believe. I am coming to believe. I believe. I believe. I believe.
continue to pray within yourself. Continue to ask for your belief to be expanded, for your heart to be open, for your life to be freed. peace into your mind and your heart. Become still and just breathe. It's not my own to you.
time of prayer and meditation to a close. So grateful, so grateful for the surrender, for the reconnection with the living God and a higher power that we can trust and grow in deep abiding relationship with, that we can give every problem over to, that we can, can surrender and just live our magnificent lives grateful for the fulfillment of this prayer and in gratitude. I release it now and I let it be. And together we say, and so it is.